0: Welcome to the Hip Hop Minded Professional with me, Joshua Rogers, as the master of ceremonies. If you're interested in knowing how rapping, DJing, breaking, graffiti, and the hip hop culture can positively influence your mindset, then you are in the right place. On this podcast, I speak to various professionals with a background in hip hop and go into how this background influenced their mindset and careers ladies and gentlemen welcome by the hip-hop minded professional and today i'm sitting with
1: um yeah j <laughs> a m sandyford john a.m sandyford jam sandyford that's that's maybe the first time that i said it on a mic in that way. After I changed the handle and uh, made, made it official, Jam Sandiford. So we're still trying to figure out how exactly I' gonna say that shit. <laughs> so, you're, so you're gonna say
0: Jam Sandiford every time you have an interview? Probably. Okay, I' gonna think. I' gonna keep. I' gonna keep that in mind. <laughs> but keeping that in mind, <laughs> what it is that you just, what keeps you busy?
1: Ooh, what keeps me busy? Um, In 2021. Did you say 2021? Yeah, in 2021. So my main, uh, what mainly keeps me busy in business is, uh, is a UX designer and mm-hmm. uh UX slash UI designer. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my own company now as of uh, April 15, 2021, 11 years. Mm-hmm. Um Started off in graphic design and eventually grew into uh, user experience and user interface design. And maybe to clarify that for those that are like, what the hell is that he's talking about? (laughs) So UX, user experience design is the whole experience that uh, a user would have with um, devices such as uh, iPhones, computers, iPads, Mm -hmm. etc. So the way that you experience the applications... um, on those devices mm-hmm. uh at least from my perspective because user experience can be broader than that even yeah, the way yeah. how we experience this microphone this table etc yeah yeah uh, but i don't go into that type of detail my my stuff is really related to screens yeah, yeah. and the user interface design is really then what you see um on screen the visuals mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. The, the the font sizes colors logos um, everything that comes together in application or a website, uh, etc.
0: Okay, 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 okay. And so now you've been doing that for let's say, okay, 11, 11 years plus. Yeah. What got you started
1: on the UX design, graphic design? So, UX design specifically kind of happened in the in the in the eleven years. Mm-hmm. Graphic design, <laughs> what got me started was, uh, yeah, this right here, hip hop. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Music. It was, um, I got into graphic design um, back in the days when I used to make music Mm -hmm. uh, because I wanted my whole package to, whole package, uh, what I got to (laughs) say (laughs) there, (laughs) pause. I wanted the whole package to look legit and feel legit. Yeah. Um, And since I was a broke student but making music, and couldn't afford to pay a graphic uh, designer to create my album covers and mm-hmm. posters or anything. Um, I started to teach myself how to do that stuff. And eventually I, uh, I switched um, majors in college and, mm-hmm. and went to do a study that was more related to design mm-hmm. um, to be able to sort of one up um, the competition, at least in presentation yeah. of, uh, of, the, of the overall musical package. And then if we
0: if we if we go back to music, when I'm gonna go back even more than that, what got you
1: into the hip hop culture? Hmm. Now I'm thinking how far back should I go? Because what initially introduced me to music was mm-hmm. was MJ, <laughs> Michael mm-hmm. Jackson, yeah. a four year old trying to mimic the moonwalk and stuff. And I just I, I, I just was always mesmerized by 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 music and sort of the tones mm-hmm. and, the, and the things it was set. And to some extent, it was also like an escape from from daily struggles and troubles, etc. Um, and hip hop specifically more or less came when i was like when i really got into it was 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 more or less about 14. Um before that i had certain tracks and certain albums that uh, maybe some of my older siblings was listening mm-hmm. to like the fuji's in 96. so i'm from 85 so in 96 i was 11 years old mm-hmm. and that was one of the first hip-hop albums i maybe listened to uh, quite a few tracks and pretty extensively, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but then between like '96 and '98, I was a bit more infatuated with dancehall music. Mm-hmm. And by '99, I, I I actually moved from St. Martin to Dominica, and uh, founded myself overnight in a hip hop group.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, and you say you <laughs> founded yourself <laughs> overnight in a in a in a hip hop group but if you look at what you did in hip-hop and then i'm going to look at from the standpoint where you come from at least name up the your highlights what were your highlights during that growth and during your i'm going to call it your hip-hop career the
1: hip-hop career okay so when I founded myself in a in a hip hop group, I was uh I was the youngest in the group mm-hmm. and that was when we lived in Dominica. The group was called the Bushtown clan. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was basically like a Caribbean Dominican Wu Tang clan type mm-hmm, of structure mm-hmm. with like I think the original was maybe seven, eight or nine, I can't even remember the amount it was. Um And some of the early highlights there was we 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 would perform in various high schools and uh, and uh, at some point I would I in ninety eight I actually learned to do a lot of the 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 the, the breaking moves Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so so because my lyrics and shit wasn't fully up to par yet Mm because I just started writing in in ninety nine. Um, then, yeah, I would, I would do my, I would do my part and then hit some of the dance moves on stage, get (laughs) the girls (laughs) and rallied up and, uh, (laughs) make sure the performance aspect of things was on point. Um, and eventually I kind of placed that to the side. And started doing a lot more DJing. Mm-hmm. Um, we started doing some of the earliest uh, DJing on the computer before anyone was doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, just out of necessity because I couldn't afford the Denons at the time. That yeah, was hot yeah. even before the Pioneers. Remember the double CD? Yeah, I think it was the 600s or some shit like that. Um, Uh, that I would really want but hey I could figure out these free softwares Mm -hmm, to to, to put mm -hmm. together and then create the same mixes just need a proper jack with some speakers and stuff and uh, and we could get the party going um so when I moved back to the to St. Martin in 2001 so by this time I'm 16 Mm -hmm. um I moved to a new high school, met uh, met some new students there, and we basically started a group called uh, the Underground Rebels. Mm-hmm. And uh with the Underground Rebels, we uh we and th- then at that point, I became the eldest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I went from being the youngest in the squad to now being the, the eldest. eldest in the squad. Also with recording experience and 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 all of this stuff, so I could bring a lot more knowledge to the table mm-hmm. and, and and doing many stage performances uh, in different schools. Uh, Dominica is a lot bigger than St. Martin, so yeah. we would also go to areas where we would never visit yeah. and then perform there. So you, you there's a different kind different, of uh, kind of vibe. Yeah, different yeah. kind of vibe and uh so we started doing the inter, the interscholastic uh competitions um the first one i can't remember if we got second or third place totally pissed me off but uh <laughs> that's a that's a natural competitor in me i think at that time it was uh it was um it was Spy that uh, Spy and Trevor that, uh, that 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 won that won, that, won okay. that time, yeah, yeah. So that just motivated me to go back and uh, and and practice and and pen even harder, come mm-hmm, up with mm-hmm. even iller concepts. And basically, it was a year later that we that we then took home the trophy yeah. and uh, and 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 won the competition and did a few battles and shit back then. But all of this is still more or less the stepping stones Mm -hmm. it um it wasn't until i moved uh left st martin and moved uh, to holland that uh i then started to take things to the next level again um here is where i really saw other people that were setting up these studios in Mm -hmm, their mm -hmm. in their in their spare bedroom or or their uh was a downward shed, yeah, so sheds, <laughs> set sheds it up this... basements, sheds and basements. Yeah, sheds and basements, and um, and that again amazed me. So I so I started to figure out like what equipment to use and what software to use using. and then just step by step started to uh to to, to 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 get some gear. And that's actually when we had a lot of exactly. our interactions because <laughs> <laughs> we heard,
0: hey, somebody from Saint Martin has a studio. Right? <laughs> Okay, let's let's put it, Let's check him. Let me check him.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the studio was a mic, a computer, and some software. <laughs> but
0: and the funny thing is, like, at that time, yeah, I was like, oh, it's just a mic because before you would record in a real studio where you know it's 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 the whole the whole room. You have the sound booth exactly. Etc. And it's only at around that time is when the the home yeah. the home studio recording that was thing just just really started, started yeah. to to take off. And you know, when people really started to work with fruity loops, and reason, reason. <laughs> that's when everybody started. You know, yeah, internet time bootlegs were everywhere. So then you could get actually the software to start doing all of those different things. Yep. And if you look at all the skills you got at that point in time
1: how do those skills help you now um so i'm not sure if i finished actually the highlights part because I, I i maybe i went into the history too long <laughs> but uh to finish off the highlights mm-hmm. question so maybe to fast forward a bit <clears throat> so from having the studio well the the, the 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 little room set up with the mic and and stuff um I eventually uh, met a producer that was uh, more specialized in Mm trip-hop, and he was actually looking for a rapper that would rap in English Mm -hmm. um, to feature on one of his songs. So via via, um, I I, I basically got the call and I was at that time, I was ready to just go record music and just do Um, so we went over there F- funny story is uh, at the time I also had a big afro all baggied yeah, out and stuff <laughs> and uh, the, the the other dude that brought me was also all baggied out and stuff hopping out like a, like a, a old shabby looking beamer yeah, yeah. And, uh, and and the dude was like a regular Dutch guy that, uh, <laughs> that at the time was like whoa what the yeah. hell are we letting <laughs> in our <laughs> house hide yeah, 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 yeah. this I did <laughs> that
0: like <laughs> oh <laughs> so so
1: fast forward like six, seven months down the line, I I I I home by him after we finished record some other songs and mm-hmm. and stuff. And uh and 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 he and his wife, his girlfriend made dinner and we there sitting down having dinner together. And then it's when they tell me the story that the first time I came he, to here. Yeah, he's like <laughs> wait a nervous minute. hype <laughs> yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Looking yeah back. that that's also what the hip-hop mm-hmm. image brings eh? yeah <laughs> yep. the but muscle. yeah but i i uh so after i recorded that uh that feature with him mm-hmm. uh they went on like a little mini tour in uh in 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 the netherlands um uh i even was on paradiso with them um uh, fnr 013 um they call that shit up there in north no, north is nor the somewhere in Groningen, Groningen. they also yeah. have like a, a festival up there
0: nor yeah. the Nordeslag,
1: i uh, think yeah. it is yeah um because yeah this is like 16 17 years ago yeah um <clears throat> So so that that was then sort of the first taste of doing a little bit of touring mm-hmm. in uh, in the Netherlands and then in the meanwhile I started working on my EP together with him. Yeah. Um so we co-produced all the tracks. Uh I never really learned to p- play keys, but then all the ideas yes. and the sounds and everything would be in my head and uh that's how we would co-produce a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. And uh so releasing the first EP um I think from a st martin solo artist at the time i'm not really sure of who came before (laughs) like i'm not
0: sure who's first this is going this this is like this is for the people from from Martin. this is going to be like a paradise story (laughs) so continue continue Mm -hmm. (laughs) so for the solo for the solo artist
1: for the solo artist (laughs) i'm not sure because because yeah I, i i was educated on paradise and where paradise fits into the timeline so definitely I, I can't claim none of that uh, before no, 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 before the, the, paradise the, the paradise
0: has like a whole other story behind of it okay I'll, okay I'll get back <laughs> to you on that one.
1: <laughs> but for from a from a solo artist perspective professional recording releasing a single well i think i could definitely claim the first Sam martin um artist to be sold on itunes mm-hmm. um so this is back in 2005 mm-hmm. um Uh, So the EP was out in 2005. I released uh, the single in in, in 2006. Um, Shot a video for the single. uh, And in 2005. uh, Which was also like one of the first uh, full HD. uh, Like high High quality videos. Again it was something that I taught myself how to edit on the first video I ever shot. So then I edited the second video. But then to get like the color correction and give it that. That that extra, spark, that yeah. extra. Um, then via via got in contact with a company that does that stuff professionally, and they gave me a pretty good deal to to do like the the, the last finishing mm-hmm, effects mm-hmm. on it, a couple hundred bucks, and uh, and they did it, and and that video went on to be on the box for uh, so for for the kids out there, the box was uh, <laughs> <laughs> back in the day. Back in the day, uh, so Viacom is the parent company of. Um, uh, Nickelodeon, BET, uh MTV, etc. Mm-hmm. And the box was was like a Dutch branch under Viacom. And it, it showcased a lot more hip hop uh and uh and urban uh culture on yep. it. Um so the video ran there for 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 a couple months and the and then Viacom pulled the plug on the box. So I was betting everything to <laughs>
2: to go that
1: route (laughs) and then they pulled the freaking plug on it um so that was like one of the career highlights uh Mm -hmm. that also led to a couple performances uh here in the Netherlands back in the Caribbean Mm -hmm. so I opened for Akon back in the day um opened for Lloyd Banks um opened for Slick Rick uh, the slick rick story is a pretty funny one because uh dude was pretty coked up and uh actually didn't even perform. So my performance is kind of the only thing that, of the night. The highlights. <laughs> it was the highlights. Yep, the highlights. <laughs> <laughs> so that 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 was a cool story. Um did rap battles, uh won some of them. Uh one of them back in the days, fifty one fifty, the thousand bucks. Uh that that was a pretty sweet one uh for a twenty year old. Yeah. <laughs> um let me see what else then fast forward in a bit like a year or two after i started doing a lot more mixtapes mm-hmm. um and a lot of them were more collaborative uh so so bandit was on uh on the mixtapes yep um i don't know if we need to do the whole introduction of who bandit is no okay that, that, that'll, that'll come sometime again <laughs> that, that, that'll that come sometime again when he's sitting here yeah exactly 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 <laughs> so, <laughs> so bandit when you hear then yeah. uh <laughs> you'll, you'll tie you, up the you can tie the knots you can tie the knots <laughs> um uh bandit nonchalant uh a loans uh spec was on there um then we had a couple different features from different st martin artists yep. um then we fast forward and then now to my first trips to New York. <laughs> the first time uh, was uh, was backstage at BET. So that, that in, in 2007, I was supposed to perform. Yeah. But then, like, just two weeks before everything was set, I got the call that uh, they, they're not going to do that segment, segment of the show anymore. They're going to do this dance thing. Yeah. Because that's going to boost the ratings, more the kids out to school, da-da-da. So I'm like, shit, but, you know, my stuff already booked. As a student, student, I ain't bought no cancellation insurance. Yes, yes. I'm like, I never been to New York, so I'm just coming. Like, even if I just backstage chilling and just experiencing it, I come in. Yeah. And uh, in that two weeks, I just, I, I, I experienced a New York minute. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks in <and> a minute. <laughs> two, two weeks was the, a real New York, New York minute. So in that two weeks time, I recorded in a studio where it was, I think somewhere on 34th Street um where Cassidy was finishing up his album the one that had my drink and my two-step yeah. my drink Swiss Beats was in that studio I didn't meet him personally I did I did pass Cassidy like when he was on the on the way out I was on the way in like we was like um like a sessions apart mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um eventually recorded a track with uh with Junior Reed on it and uh produced by Chucky e. Thompson that was uh that produced One More Chance from Biggie mm-hmm. and One Mic from Nas. Um there's a whole story there that probably preferably not get into, <laughs> but uh, basically I didn't have the real rights to the song. So, yeah. so I couldn't like push and, and 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 promote it and and try to sell it in mm-hmm. the way that you would, would. with such a big moment, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could only like kind of push it underground mixtape, yeah. uh, mixtape type of shit. Um, fast forward now to 2009. Uh, then is when I finally actually did perform on BET, and uh, with an original track, uh, "Break Your Back." <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think again, probably by a Sam Martin artist. Performing on BET was again one of the first, first there, yeah. um, and at the end of performance, threw the flag on my back just uh, to make sure that everyone know where we represented. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And but the funny thing is, like already in two thousand nine, up here was already starting to think about everything, like the love and the passion for music, always there, is yeah. still there to this day. But then. As to what I was achieving with it, and and sort of, I think there was a weird thing happening between the perception of what, where I was going versus the reality, reality. of where I was. Yeah. And then that unbalance, I wasn't too favorable with 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 all what was transpiring there. Um, and, and then
0: if you look at the difference of the the perception and the reality. If you go a little bit more in in depth in that, was the what's the perception you had, and what is the reality that was taking place?
1: So, <clears throat> I think I think maybe for some of my peers or those um, a bit younger than me that was viewing seeing what I was doing at the time, um, it would already seem like whoa, he out there doing it. Yeah. Um, but in in the reality of it i was basically still a broke student yeah pushing hustling my ass (laughs) making moves trying to trying to achieve certain things with my dreams yeah um but then but then that also came with like a whole big fire lump of hatred it yeah. it it literally wasn't until like years after I, I kind of put down the mic and left things alone is when I started to like really see and feel the love that was that was there yeah. for what I was doing, yeah, but in the moment it, it i wasn't it feeling feel that, none of that yeah <laughs> yep yep i would i wouldn't say that that was like the main driver for for letting it go it was more that um during my tenure with music, I was always battling the balance between uh, college life and music. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as I focus on music and I'm making things happen here, then grades going to shit because yes. I'm not focused there. So there. Then like, shit, I got to get these grades back up. Then I focus okay. on that and then I lose the momentum that I had going on with the music. Yeah. So yeah. by the time that I actually graduated, I said, OK, let me just take a one year break from music and focus on this next step which mm-hmm. was uh the business mm-hmm. um and then in a year's time i'll see what what i want to do with it yeah and uh and then that year went by started to do a bit of recording again but the business was already starting to make moves yeah and then by the next year i was like i just got to leave this alone is, is is maybe one of the toughest decisions Simmons ever to make. Yeah, <laughs> and trust me, there was many moments of even throughout the whole business journey because basically I'm starting completely from scratch there. Yeah, whereas I had already built up, built up a, a foundation, had a foundation yeah. over there, but that foundation had technically gave me a certain presence, but it never delivered any cash in the bank, and yeah. not not any real cash. Yeah, yeah, any cash that I had was invested into it, it yeah. constantly.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then if you if you take then you have the we're gonna look at the investing side. So you invested a lot in I'm gonna call it the artist side. And if you look now years later, you're on a business path, business path. What the lessons of investment there
1: helped you in growing your business? Cool super many lessons <laughs> so i'm going to start with the with the with the with the with the most basic fundamental lesson um so for the kids out there uh maybe y'all played it on the ds3 or 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 one of those other recent nintendo so i'm from the nes yes, days super nes <laughs> super mario brothers the first time you you, you start up super mario brothers you're going through the first level. Yeah. Pass the mushroom. That not, not the mushroom, the red one that, that boosts you up and make you bigger, but like the, the little brown one. Yeah. You die. You're like, ah, shit. Okay. I can't, I can't walk into this thing. Yeah. yeah. So I got to jump on it hit hitting. Um, then the next thing, uh, the turtle maybe hit you. Right? Yeah. Um, so it takes you a while to figure out how to pass level one. But by the time you pass level one and you're already like over on level five, now when you look back at level one, you're doing that shit in 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Because now that is like a walk-in. Yeah, that's that's easy. That's easy. easy. That's easy. Easy. Um, But the metaphor here is that you need to learn and understand the fundamentals of level one before you can move on to level two. Yeah. Because now if you get a cheat code and you move from level one to level five, There's going to be all the fireballs coming at you, these bombs coming at you. Um, Now you got to jump up and down this string on the freaking clouds and and know what to do there. Like You ain't learned none of the fundamentals of level two, Two. three, and four to be able to handle what's happening on level five. So then you're going to get slapped all the way back to level one. And then the energy it's going to take you to try to get back there is way more drastic than if you just were patient and go through level one, go through level, level two, two, go through level three, go through level four. So now bringing that back down to the artistry, um, the moves I was making there, like I, I wanted to be the freaking. Caribbean Jay Z. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I wanted that shit tomorrow. Yeah, 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 not, today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. not today. No, no, yesterday. no, 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 not, not, no, not, not today. Not, not tomorrow, yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. I yeah. wanted that shit yesterday. So as soon as I figure out, oh, I, I hear on level 2 oh shit, cheap code, level six, jump. <laughs> and now I ain't prepared to be on level six. I ain't got none of the foundation set yeah, from yeah. level three, four, and five. So I dance around on level six for a bit and then boom, get slapped right back because then the juggling in between the two. Yeah. So then you lose completely the momentum there. And and I was, uh, again, uh, if, you, if you listen to the story properly, I didn't have a manager, didn't have a record label, basically didn't have nobody behind, backing me but my own back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I actually started to support other artists Peace. as well um so i was doing i was doing basically all of this shit on my own even learning to edit the videos and and so there was just so much that was going into that um so another lesson it taught me that you can't do everything by yourself
0: (laughs) team like we were talking about earlier a team a team (laughs) Team. there's
1: no iron team (laughs) <laughs> so you need that the one of the fundamental keys of success is 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 growing a solid team around you yeah um and 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 a team where everyone understands and knows their role yeah. and and is ready and willing to play that role when uh especially when the time comes that you know your y- role might be to shovel up the shit but if that shit don't get shoveled up <laughs> somebody's going to step in it exactly yeah so everyone gotta know their role and know what we have to play in which moments and and definitely like in the music because i was switching between so many hats i also think to some of the people around me it was maybe confusing as to which hat i was wearing when yeah and uh and in retrospect that might have yeah lead to certain uh uh, arguments or disagreements or, or whatever that uh, yeah, that yeah. cause uh, uh, splits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then,
0: so then, so you learned that from, I'm going to call it the hip hop side. And so that's what you decided to change on the business side.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So on the business side, um, so with the ambition of being, of wanting to be the Caribbean Jay Z, mm-hmm. there's also a certain amount of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A, a certain amount of allure, braggadocious mm-hmm. energy, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like, like I'm the dude type of t- type of energy that yeah. comes with it, right? Uh, and also when you study all of the all of the greats that came before many of them had that element yeah and um and then basically when i went into business we we curse on this or <laughs> whatever you want <laughs> if you, cost, you want to because <laughs> when i went into business it was like you know you 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 don't really know and, and 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 understand anything about this space really from the business aspect. Yeah. So now you got to humble yourself to fuck down. Yeah, yeah. You are absolutely a nobody here. So don't even step in the door acting like a somebody. Yeah. So just understand that maybe now is your role to shovel the shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 And and can you be that humble? To now pick up that, that shovel really, yeah. and shovel the shit. So, basically, when I started the business, that that was that was maybe the hardest thing of transitioning to to the ambition of 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 what I was once looking at to now start completely from scratch mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in a different avenue in in an avenue where that whole braggadocious atmosphere is not really there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's way more collaborative. It's way more. Um, uh open I mean as as a designer your your job is more or less to shovel shit to some degree (laughs) (laughs) because (laughs) clients are are never 100% happy everyone's got different ideas and different perspectives now the more that you learn and grow in your craft is the better that you'll be able to navigate and and help them figure out what they're actually looking for yeah Without them fully understanding that they're actually they're looking, looking for, for that. that. Yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly. And it, it is, is um, you say it now, it's so for the, the entrepreneurs that I coach now, a lot of them, like, let's be honest, entrepreneurs like to have control. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, things like logos and design, and the, the, the first thing I tell them is I know you have something in your head, but you have someone. You want to design it for you. You do. Pass it over. Sit back. <laughs> relax. And enjoy the ride. <laughs> See what comes out. And maybe ask for what tweaks here mm-hmm. and there. Because it's exactly what you say. Usually they're going to come with something that you didn't even know that you needed. Yeah. So... So why is lesson number one? Yep. <laughs> leave, <laughs> leave, leave the professionals, do what they're good at.
1: Exactly. lead, lead the professionals, be professional.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then if you look at, so yeah, that period in time, okay, you're, you're designing. And if you look at the mindset that you had to have behind the designing, the growing in the business, how much of that mindset did you learn or use from in your artist period? So, how much could you've
1: packed up and used there? So, I think <clears throat> I think probably the core core thing that I took along was hustle, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because <clears throat> what I learned in my artist period is I could work through the night. I could work 18, 24 hours. Yeah. I I could I could be at it to perfect something. Yeah. And that's something i was perfecting wasn't bringing me a check at the end of the day yeah it was just bringing me a finished product that i could be super proud of yeah because i felt like i created something unique yeah i felt like i i i brought something to the table that wasn't there yesterday yeah that wasn't there last week and so with that type of drive and mindset is basically how i went into the business mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so then for me, every new um project became a new challenge on how do I improve and create the best possible version of whatever it is yeah, that yeah, I'm creating yeah. now yeah that 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 could one up what I did before yeah. and 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 start to become a player in that space yeah yeah um and definitely in the first two, three years, I spent way more hours on 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 the things that I was creating and working on than what it was actually making in uh in, in dollar bills. In do- yeah, yeah. But what definitely came out of that is perfecting your craft because the more the, the ten thousand hours definitely came out of that that that, yeah. the, that two that year time. period. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, figuring right. out all the tips and tricks and yep. uh and the quick ways to uh to to, to do things even faster mm-hmm. um understanding client briefings better um just yeah just a pure hustle to create the best possible thing that you could create in that moment mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. with the set of skills that you have yeah so i would say that that the 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 hustle and the grind and wanting to create the best possible thing from an artistry level mm-hmm was the main thing that I, that did I brought you? with me. Yeah. And then if you look at uh, your artist
0: period, you did a lot solo mm-hmm. and now in your business end, you cannot even call it, even, you can't even call it solo anymore. No, so, definitely so, not. So, so how, how did that, that shift go from, I'm going to call it solo artist, solopreneur to manager, owner,
1: boss, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so e- even in the artist days, uh, when, when I look at the whole trajectory, mm-hmm. as much as I did solo, I also did a lot of stuff collaboratively. Yeah. So the, the collaborative spirit has always been, has always been part of me. Yeah. Um, wanting, cause at the end, I want to make something great. Yeah. And making something great always requires more people, more energy, more ideas. Because yeah. then, then is when the best shit always happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's more like many different aspects of what needs to happen behind the scenes. I was solo in in running in it running and it. responsible for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in the business, it it also took on that for a while mm-hmm. uh but what i learned in the early days that there's um so i started a business in 2010 so yep. this is 2 years after the the housing crash uh, in the states yeah and by the time things really started to hit hard over here it was about 2010 heading to yeah. 2012 was was sort of the bottom of the of the of the crisis period here so that's when i started mm-hmm. and then the entrepreneurs that that had like five to ten years or or even more experience, all of them were basically crying and complaining that you know the times have changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I was just coming in like wide-eyed, like this is all I know. Like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. This is if what it so? is. Yeah. If, if you say so. So. Because so many people were complaining about how how everything was so much easier before and the money was flowing so much simpler <laughs> and da 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 it also it also placed like um a lot of things in my mind that okay, even when things could be going really good in a snap of a finger, the world could shift yeah and if you ain't sort of prepared and ready or if you over leverage yourself then uh, the the rug could be swept right from under you yeah. Um, so I was always very conscious of that um now I'm kinda rambling on and forgot the core of the question,
2: <laughs> so the
0: core of the question was um so you had the, the 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 let me say call it the 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 transfer from from the the solo the, oh yeah the the solo tour to to collaborative the team being collaborative
1: yeah so so from the from, from the solo days of, of, of wearing the many hats, mm-hmm. I still basically wore many hats within the business. Mm-hmm. But then um, I, I learned from, from those around me because someone actually took me under their wing, um, like you could say, within the first year of me running my business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, so he already had a more established business and then he brought me on to do design work for them mm-hmm. um and then i saw how he was basically running like an ad agency mm-hmm. without having any employees so then if he needs someone to do uh web design work then i became that guy he needed yeah. someone to do logo design work there was a next guy okay. yeah. he needed um someone to do something with audio he knew a next one yeah he needed video there's a next guy over there um, photography, there's a next one. And um, so, so then you basically have a whole team around you, but it's not necessarily your, your team. team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's your team for the moment that there's a project and there's yeah. a common goal. And uh, at some point, I basically called the strategy the the, the Avengers model. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Iron Man is out there doing his thing. Captain America over there doing his thing. Yeah. tore up in Asgard doing his thing. But when the threat is big enough, when when the project is big enough that just one dude can't handle it, yeah. yo, call up the Avengers. Duh, 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 we come together <laughs> and we smash that shit. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so then, so then that's where you pick that up and learn, okay, that's that's the business model I'm going to run with.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. And 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 also why that business model is because that business model um, doesn't hold the same amount of risk in the long term. Yeah. So in the short term, whoever the captain of the team is, is sort of taking on the full risk that everyone else is doing their part. Yeah. And if someone in part of the team screws up, the captain's still responsible for that, yeah. So he's yeah. still wearing like the the, the the multi hats there and taking on a certain amount of risk, yeah. But if you find basically the superheroes in your space, yeah, yeah, um, then you're already lowering the risk, yeah. And finding the superheroes in the space also means that you're not paying the cheap bargain price. <laughs> <laughs>
0: if, you, if, if you if you want Iron Man, you cannot pay for War Machine, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah so no know, know that you're getting tony stark <laughs> exactly 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 if, it, if you bring it back to to the hip-hop terms if you want jay-z you of you go for memphis bleak you, no, have to, no. you, you, have, you, you have to pay that you have to pay the price mm-hmm.
1: yeah so un- understanding those fundamentals definitely uh helped me to be way more collaborative and just um, look at different projects I was interested in and and those that I could actually land mm-hmm. and then make sure to form those uh, different teams Things. around me. Yeah,
0: And if you look now, I'm going to, I'm going to bring you like, carry you back. Mm-hmm. If you look at your first performance, so your first, I'm going to call it stage performance, what were the
1: anxieties you had then, if you had any? Shit. You know, as soon as you said first stage performance, then I had to think to Dominica. But then I was like, technically, my first stage performance was doing like this playback shit in in the Netherlands when I was living here <laughs> yeah, 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 in the yeah. early nineties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and and I I th- I think it, it was it was it was three of us, and we had performed um, Treaty. Those was the the, the nephews yeah, of Michael yeah, Jackson, yeah, like yeah. when yep. I was nine years old yeah. or some shit um i can't even remember what type of anxieties i had um if if i just think back to the first time that i had some type of anxieties mm-hmm. it was just in general just before you go out mm-hmm. um there's always uh the heart the, starts to beat a bit faster like little, the, little, the, little the, butterflies a little butterflies in the stomach like oh shit like am i am i gonna remember all of my lines mm-hmm. but as far back as I can remember, as soon as I stepped on stage, it was like, "This is my, this is my domain. I own that shit." And now,
0: if you <laughs> and if you, if you look at those, that feeling, those butterflies before going up, that heart thumping, do you have you experienced that also on the business end, and when?
1: Um, so I have, uh, and the interesting thing about about life is so many things come full circle Mm -hmm. um so for me for me what that moment was is i in 2014 i started to um maybe even 2013 but maybe it's more 2014 i started to uh give uh presentations Mm -hmm. so that was then sort of the business version of performance yeah. yeah And within those presentations, I would sort of tell uh, the story of my journey, Mm -hmm. um, which is uh, this uh, Caribbean kid, uh, love for for, for hip hop and dancehall music, Um, the artist that was performing. Um, and now a uh, business owner in 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 a more corporate space, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, even started to do a, a bit a, a couple few big projects at the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that was a whole transition. And doing the first presentations, also, there, there, there were some butterflies before I started. Yeah. But then once I started, that same feeling of uh, being on stage and owning the mic yeah, uh, basically came back. So then the presentation sort of had a performance uh, aspect could to them it. Yeah. And, uh, and could make it a lot more engaging. Yeah, uh, because uh, at the end of the presentation, there's always room for questions and then you engage with the audience. And uh, usually after the presentations, I would just hang around and, and, and people would come up and ask all type of questions, connect, yeah, uh, etc. So and so basically since 2014, I started to do a lot more presentations and maybe one of the highlights in one of the bigger presentations mm-hmm. was one that I did in Aruba. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was doing, um, uh, I was doing some work for the European union. It mm-hmm. was a project that lasted a little over two years, mm-hmm. uh, specifically around business incubation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, for those that don't know what business incubation is, it's like the co workspaces but there's also sort of a incubate aspect to it so like when when an infant gets incubated when they when they when they're premature yeah. um so it's it's fertile ground for young businesses just starting out yeah. that need a lot of support and help whether it's setting up a business plan uh, understanding how to file your taxes mm-hmm. um just the ba- creating quotations invoices um, just the basics around running a business, yeah. and you would you would receive a lot of different trainings and stuff in this environment. So we trained and coached uh, people throughout the Caribbean. It was uh, nine to ten islands mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, on on what business incubation is about, and for them to start setting up some of these uh, spaces in the in the islands. Uh, so now I ramble on again and forgot the core of the question. <laughs>
0: So he was um, talking about, let's call it the the, the, the butterflies in your stomach. Ah, uh, yeah. And then yeah. transfer that to
1: you giving presentations. Giving presentations. And so to, then the Aruba presentation was, uh, it was called a small business event mm-hmm. uh, hosted by the uh, minister of finance, I believe. Um, and it was to present to the, to the business community in Aruba. Um, the concept of business incubation to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, together with the economic affairs department, mm-hmm. um, yeah, to present this concept to them. And also what we worked out, because I, I, I worked with people from uh, government um, education and entrepreneurs mm-hmm. on the core concept of what it could mean for the different islands. So yep. that was also the place for us to present that concept from the Aruba perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, so there we had about, uh, 400, three to 400 business people in, uh, in a, in a big uh, hotel hall, yeah, yeah. uh, stage lights, camera action. And, uh, and then I was one of the main speakers. So that 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 definitely outside a bit of butterfly uh, <laughs> moment uh moment before, but then as I stepped on stage again it was it's, like uh yeah it's, it's like <laughs> flashback only only there's there,
0: cue the music but there's no there's no there's no instrumental in the yeah, background yeah yeah yeah
1: so so now 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 to uh to quote uh, to quote we by duncan d v h um so obviously at these different events, there's also pictures being taken, yeah. And uh, and and I'll be not in suit and tie, but at least uh, like proper shirt, and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And 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 more more dressed uh, business like. And uh, he's like, uh, <laughs> place a comment on one of these things, like, why are you still grabbing the mic like you? <laughs> you still
0: grabbing the mic like you rapping for? <laughs> exactly. exactly yeah. I like this ain't natural. <laughs> This, this
1: is the natural stance. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be the hip hop presenter.
0: Then. <laughs> that's um, so like the the funny. Nah, I'm gonna, gonna call it the funny thing. The thing is, of course, that's like the the foundation you set then. Yeah, is what really comes into play later on. So for you example, it's just okay. You have the butterflies. Right right before you 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 touch the stage for someone else is butterflies <laughs> all the way all, all through the whole presentation, you know. So yeah. then you're already that that foundation is already set and then you're already past you passed that level already. Yeah. It's that's level one we're now at level five yeah exactly you know? exactly you took the shortcut good luck, yeah, good luck with that good luck with that spent- you, took, you took the green pipe that went down right yeah. yes.
1: good luck, with, good that. luck yeah. with that and then even to this day now when uh when so in 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 my current consultancy gig um at some point we needed to present to like a mix of higher management and and the user community that we were going to roll out this new application to. And, uh, so in the team there, I said, no, no problem. I'll do the presentation. And, uh, so I prepared the presentation and everything, and this is just before COVID. So maybe like end in 2019 and, and, and we're in a room now filled with 50 people and it's time for, to present. Yeah. And when I start like, all the guys that was in the team with me, their eyes open big, like, like, huh? like how 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 do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> just, just go. Just, because you, you go into presentation mode yeah. and 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 like definitely with the current job, you have um uh we need to get validation from these users. So yeah, so those 50 people, any one of them can stand up at some point and say, we don't accept what you guys created yeah. and and escalated to higher management and then we in a shitstorm. Yeah. Um, so even while I give in the presentation, I have to accept any and all questions that are coming in. Yeah. And sometimes the difficult ones come and I don't have the answer. But then how do you just and uh yeah. n- ninja the answer back yeah. and just yeah. shut things down and, uh, yeah. and 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 push things to the side and and do it like flawless.
0: <laughs> and if you and if you look at the I'm gonna call it the the ninja effect, mm-hmm. can you say that you develop the skill for the pushback and the ninja effect as being a battle rapper? <laughs>
1: You know what's crazy? Like, I never, ever, ever talked about that. But as soon as, as you, you <laughs> not, even before you did the circle, as soon as you say, do you think? I was like, shit, he going to connect this to battle rap. And that's probably true. <laughs> and, that's <it.
0: laughs> and because like, there's so much, uh, there's so much of different skills you you pick up then. Oh, shit. I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah, there's a lot of quick skills you pick up then. And you're like, wait a minute. I could that automatically without even thinking you could use it now. It's just, it's, it's, it's it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I can (laughs) speak from experience as the battle rap. That was, that was my, my thing. So the the, the freestyle on the spot Mm -hmm. going down later, down later down the line, giving presentations, (laughs) I could prepare, I, I could prepare a presentation or you could just literally come, Five minutes before, ending. yeah, and I would look at it. Okay, yeah, go and just go freestyle-a. freestyle that, freestyle it. Bitch. Go, go, and then it. And for <laughs> someone else looking, it's like, oh, this is really well prepared, it's, uh, <laughs> that, Wow, I, how did how did you think on all those points? Uh, <laughs> no, it's just old habits.
1: Yeah, yeah old habits yeah, die hard. Yeah. That's crazy. Like I ne- I never connected it to battle rap. But now that you say it, it makes total sense. Because in 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 a battle rap, you're in the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. There's an audience, so the moment you screw up, you, your ass going to be on the line. You're the exactly. one that's going to look foolish. And if you ev- anyone that ever battled rap, that's the last, the last thing, thing that you, you want. want. To do. <laughs> and so you're going to do everything in your power,
0: <laughs> and then I'm going to 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 bring it to bring it back even even more in where we started hands down that is the most difficult crowd in the world oh and nobody's gonna yes. and nobody's ever going to tell me that's not <laughs> so if, if the people there could boo a dance hall artist who's at the height of his career with no pardon <laughs> that is the hardest crowd in the world oh they, yeah they do not care <laughs> it's not good you get boo <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and so then that makes you even more sharp yeah in what you're going to do how you're going to present it if you're performing you're going to stay sharp because you know the, the boo is right around the corner yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's it's like the, it's it's like the go back to Super Mario. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the, it's like the ghost. If you, if you turn back,
2: you're going to hear it. You have to turn around again and it's, it's going to cover
0: its face. So then you know you have to stay sharp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, if you look back, it's, so you see all kind of the, the links of how the past <laughs> comes to the future. Full circle. And if you look at over these period of years, from experience different experiences you've had what would be your four top tips you could call it lessons for lessons for life lessons that you would pass on to someone else cool
1: you ask me a really difficult question um, so the first one is uh is definitely the levels mm-hmm. and the levels basically equals patience like um a few years ago I discovered uh Mr. Mr. Gary Vaynerchuk mm-hmm. <laughs> and and started following uh, his stuff religiously for maybe about a period of a year. And what I really liked in his overall message is the message of patience. Yeah. Like um I remember being a 19, 20, 21, 22 year old and wanting everything tomorrow. Yeah. And that that feeling of wanting everything tomorrow is something that is is all perception. Is is what the TV images kept on showing. Yeah. Um. And and again, that was also perception because ninety percent of what they were showing was just all fake bullshit. Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> when, when I was twenty years old and I shot a video and I was rolling in a Rolls Royce and a Bentley hopping out of that bitch um, at, at, at 20 years old in my video. And then I myself don't even own a hoopty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all about perception. Not even a hoopty. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that then you start to understand some of these things. Uh, you start to understand some of these things uh, a lot faster then. Yeah. Um, and just going through the whole journey. And then even like uh, right now at 36 years old, like I still feel there's so much more that I'm meant to do, so much more I'm meant to discover, so yeah. much more I'm meant to positively influence. Yeah. And because at some point I switch around towards the patience model and really spend time perfecting, learning, studying, reflecting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um it 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 gives me a way better position to be able to catapult into something bigger now yeah because i went through those levels yeah patiently yeah um so that that would be yeah the patience would be a lesson main lesson number one um lesson number two what do i pick out of this maybe try hit me with something let me see if something clicks for lesson number number (laughs) two (laughs) Um, okay so as as a as a as a partial inside outside observer of the journey what uh what 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 highlight would you would you would you pick out that
0: for me but i'm looking at it from a of course from a different perspective so if i look at if i look at um the the outside journey Mm -hmm. is so i look at your growth in the sense of from where I meet you to where you are, where you're going. Mm-hmm. And then I look at, I, I look at it as the, the, just the, the inspiration of seeing someone making his dream a reality mm. and knowing the hard works that goes into that. so, that's that's my perspective from from looking from the outside
1: yeah and know, and knowing and knowing who it is yeah so then thank you for that because lesson number two <laughs> <laughs> here it comes lesson number two <laughs> it takes hard work <laughs> there's absolutely no way around this there's no shortcuts there's no <sighs> It takes hard ass work. <laughs> so then it's
0: it's it's let me say you have the one the the patience of having patience, mm-hmm. and then two, the hard work
1: of actually doing the of work of actually doing while you're having patience. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then lesson number three, and and this one might be stolen from uh, from Gary V, is uh, ideas are shit, execution is everything. Okay. Because every cat, dog, and rat have an idea. The grandma around the street got the idea for the next best app because, hey, the to- telephone could do this, so why not yeah, yeah. build an app for that? Um, as people started to understand and discover that uh, that I could design apps, then everyone had an app idea to share with me. Yeah, But when you start talking, like, okay, do you understand what it takes to actually make one of these things happen? Like, uh, uh in the beginning, like just trying to create a basic app, we're probably talking a hundred grand. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, because oh. Oh. <laughs> everyone just sees a success story, yeah. but I have no idea of the journey it takes <laughs> yep. to get yep. to that point. Um, so while you could have a million ideas, you can't focus on everything. And that's another key lesson I learned during my during my musical journey is when I was not focused on school, that was going to oh, yeah. shit and music was evolving. And as soon as I focus on school, then the momentum is lost in music and you got to rebuild that back up. Yeah. So you need to choose a focus point. So even if you have many ideas and many different things that you want to do and achieve, you'll have to make that bigger plan that 10 year, 20 year, yeah, 5 year, 3 year. You 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 well this is another key lesson. You basically can break things down into 10, 5, 3, 1 and then within the 1, within the 1 year you break it down into quarters, Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4. Within the Qs you break it down into months, into weeks, into days, into hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's how you reverse it's, 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 engineer it's, 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 the things that you want to achieve. <laughs> so really figuring out and setting goals so that would probably be lesson number four then mm-hmm. <laughs> goal setting mm-hmm. becomes uh, becomes super important and what what kind of happened for me throughout the mu- musical journey i set my goals from early and the goals was like unimaginable unachievable goals mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then i never broke them down into micro achievements to actually be happy and be and have a certain degree of satisfaction yeah. when a micro goal was achieved. Yeah. So because the I was always on the bigger prize, you never really celebrated the little things. wins. Yeah. And then with the business, I became anti goal setting when I first started. Because I was like, I, I set all these impossible goals. You know what? I don't want to set no goal. Yeah. I'm just gonna start. I'm just gonna see where it goes. I'm just gonna humble myself the hell down,
2: <laughs> and just
1: shovel the shit until yeah, I don't yeah. need to shovel the shit anymore. <laughs> yep, yep. Till <laughs> so yep. I can pay someone to do that. Yep. <laughs> and and from there, build things up uh, slowly. Yeah. But then, what I learned in uh, let's say over the past five years is, if you really want your business to grow and you really want to hit those next levels. Then you have to define what level 10 is yes. for you. Yeah. And once you define what level 10 is for you, then it makes it easier to define level nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. And once you reverse engineer that all the way back to the beginning, it also makes when you achieve things in level one that you could celebrate, celebrate. those wins, enjoy that moment, enjoy that feeling, like, yeah. yo, I just made that happen. happen um and then you continue on to the next level so then so then basically the whole shit comes right back around so the yeah. goal setting ties into the patience of, of of going through the levels um ties into the hard work, work it yeah. takes to achieve the different levels yeah. moving through now i even forgot what the damn lesson number three was because i going on four <laughs> hours of sleep here people <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> so we had um
1: Execution. Oh yeah. I, ideas Execution. are shit. Execution is yeah. everything. Execution. So, so, so again, because, because you, you set your goals now, you basically chose which ideas you're going to put your energy into yeah. because along the way, when you're in level one and two and three and four, you're going to have the next genius idea of, Hey, if I do this and go completely in that direction, uh, that would be amazing. But Hey, yep. I set my yep. goals here. Yep. And I, I, I really thought long and hard about this. So in that moment, then you also need to think very long and hard right. about if you want to deviate and then why you want what to deviate when when you already mapped out this uh this this full set here. Yeah. And it's still okay to deviate if that's truly, truly, truly what you believe you want to do. But yeah. then know that you'll have to throw away this whole path that you just created and now create let me move that before it falls <laughs> off this <laughs> you one have to, you have to, yeah. <laughs> that fork in the road and yeah. then where and then where does that end up yeah because yeah. otherwise you're never going to tr- truly achieve anything great if you are just constantly switching along the way yeah yeah and, so, if you,
0: and if you look at that from from switching from business standpoints along along the way we have let's say I'm going to call it your your 10 year plan and entrepreneurs or true entrepreneurs usually get a lot of ideas. Yeah. Some ideas are in the line of the 10 year plan and some ideas are a true branch. Yeah. If you, what do you give us, as I'm going to say, as advice, if you look at, the ones that are kind of in line with the 10-year plan, but not really in the core of the 10-year plan?
1: That's a super difficult one because it's... In in my journey, that's kind of where I'm at right now. (laughs) Uh, Because I started making these plans in recent years. Mm -hmm. I started mapping out things a lot more. I started reverse engineering um, and there are certain things that are now not part a core part of the 10- year plan, mm-hmm. but it's sort of the necessary evil to continue the journey mm-hmm. and continue the full independence mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because in some cases, you know, um, there's different ways that you could build a business. you could yeah. bootstrap it, that you're, yeah, that you're fully in charge and, and and what the business produces is what you reinvest. And then you continue to grow. Yeah. And even if you're going to start a new branch and grow something new, you bootstrap in that as well. Then there's an aspect that you could find investors, angel investors, um, different type of investors that would basically invest in, in, in the belief of your idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they would get a stake in your business. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, there's a responsibility that this idea that you pitched, that you you... You got to follow through. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, there's many examples of people that didn't follow through. And then the mm-hmm. angel investors lost their money, et cetera, et cetera. But that maybe comes back to. And then this because we have in this conversation, I could make a lot of <laughs> these. <laughs> <clips>. <laughs> yeah. That 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 loyalty aspect that I came up with in hip hop that, you know, like from the Nazis, from 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 the mob deeps. Yeah from 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 the two packs like like loyalty was everything yeah and i can't see myself taking someone else's money and then two years down the line being like i'm not interested anymore and I out yeah yeah um and not seeing it through yeah and before i reach before i reach a point where i would take angel investment i i basically feel like i need to graduate up to certain levels to fully understand what that means and what that takes to run something on that level. Yeah. Um, now again, I, I going so far that I deviate from the from the initial question. <laughs> we were we were we were on the let's say the 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 the,
0: the, the, the ten year plan with the the different or oh, the branches, branches and then and then in, w- still within the ten year plan. Yeah. So not, not going left all yeah. the way, but still, the um, if you look at the the branch of a tree. The branch is the same, but it still have little
1: Yeah. So I think really what it comes down to is a certain level of experience and a very high dose of know thyself and 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 really connect with your yeah, inner yeah. self with your core in understanding who I am as a person and what is my purpose in this world and yeah. what, what do I want to bring to it. Um and if you're doing this for the money, if you think, hey, this idea is going to work out and in 10 years' time I'm going to be a multimillionaire or a yeah, billionaire and, 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 and retire and be gone and go chill on, uh, bi Pinel and, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> host parties there yeah. every day. Um, that's... The, the, even the ones that achieve that level of success, you don't see them being out. You yeah. see them going for more. Um, whether it's a Jeff Bezos, a Elon Musk, a uh, 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 Steve Jobs, um, uh, a Jay-Z, um, uh, you name it. You name it. Uh, once they achieve those levels of success where they actually don't have to work and do anything else, Um, I think for any of those people, they, they might've had their moment. They go and sit down and chill for like a week, two, three, maybe even two months that they take off. And then it's like, yo, I bored as shit. Yeah. It's human nature to want to go out there and hunt and gather and keep going and, and, and and, and level up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but figuring out, having that 10 year plan. And and sort of having that 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 vision of where you want to go, your north star. Um, I also think along the way, it's okay to deviate here and there, but you have to know and understand to what degree can you afford to deviate. <laughs> like, are you a solo entrepreneur, and then once you deviate, there's there's only so many hours in a day, so that's gonna eat up too much of your time, and yeah. then forget about that ten year goal. Um, or have you built a team? and 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 put them in the right positions and 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 give them is the vision clear of where we head in, yeah that you can deviate into other things, okay. and then this core mission still will be going on because you don't need to put a hundred percent of your time and energy into it to achieve it. Yeah, so maybe a good example of that is 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 someone like Elon Musk with building Tesla, building SpaceX. The two don't really have anything to do with each other. Yeah. I mean loosely put it's transportation. <laughs>
0: yeah. Loosely yeah that, okay loosely, Very it's loosely transportation. put its
1: transportation. Okay. One is powered by rocket fuel and one is powered by electrons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But and and the funny thing is when you look at his journey like PayPal um I, I even for what it was tweet some something with a two was was the initial company yeah. before PayPal that got sold, and then and then Tesla came along, and and there's some deviations into like the boring company and and some other products that he put out, yeah. which which were deviations that basically on on the basis of his name, he could come out with a a a, 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 a flame a tequila a flamethrower, yeah. and those things would sell out like that, but those things were just put in place. So he could refund <laughs> the ten-year plan yeah. because Tesla was bleeding money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he needed to make a, a quick buck somewhere. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. So somewhere like, has to come in. Hey, flame <laughs> what what are you guys saying? <laughs> you want one? Five <laughs> hundred. Yo, give me that. Yeah, sold a couple of those, get a couple more millions, able to restart production, sell a few more cars, and bootstrap it until where they at right now where they're really starting to yeah. gain momentum and traction and 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 the thing really skyrocketing to the yeah. next level. Yeah. So again, like it depends on what team you have in place and how far um that can stretch without your hundred percent energy and involvement. All
2: right,
0: all right.
1: Looking looking at the time.
0: <laughs> If people want to contact you, where or can they find you? How can they best
1: get in contact with you? Um, so at this moment, I would say uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram with uh, Jam Sandy Ford. So that's J-A-M-S-A-N-D-I-F-O-R-D. Just like the car, Ford. So Jam Sandy Ford. So at Jam Sandy Ford um on facebook i'm also facebook.com slash jam sandyford the personal website is in the works um so i probably won't give that one out for now but then we can add that as a later. link uh, later down um so i would say for now uh jam sandyford on uh, on instagram would probably be the best bet
0: all right all right would like to thank you for, for your time for being having a great conversation
1: you're welcome, sir. Thanks uh, for the opportunity. Yes. Definitely uh, enjoyed uh, this evening. <laughs> <laughs> same here, same here. So, and for uh, the
0: people uh, listening, the people watching, hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, you're going to catch me on the next episode with uh, the following guest. So, have a nice day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Hip Hop Minded Professional. Make sure to subscribe at your favorite streaming platform so that you don't miss the next episode. And make sure to visit hiphopculturecoaching.com for more information on how hip hop helps your
2: mindset.